0: you're listening to real presence live now back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area heard right here
1: on the rpr network welcome back everyone you're listening to real presence live welcome to Hour number two we made it through the first hour teres yay it's awesome look at that smiley by the way teres just got her haircut i said you look especially nice what is it she says just got my haircut Looking good. I wish I had hair to cut at this point in my life, Therese, you know, really. But anyway, I thank Therese for producing today. I would also uh, like to, again, thank Rochelle Savadro being on last half hour with us. Uh, Boy, we have uh, something we've been talking about for a few months now. I'm planning for a few months now. And I have some friends out from Bismarck who are going to join me. Uh, Ed Koneczka from the University of Mary and Amanda Jensen from the Diocese of I almost said Fargo, sorry, Amanda, Diocese of Bismarck, <laughs> <laughs> and Sierra Heitkamp, who's the new executive director for North Dakota Right to Life. Welcome, everyone. Good morning, Thank you. Thanks you. Thanks for having us you... Oh, my pleasure. We'll be hearing from all of them in due time. Let's start here. So, Ed, uh, let's go to you first. Uh, maybe some of our listeners don't quite know about the March for Life. Maybe just give a little overview and then give a little uh, update on how things are going with the, the planning and the progress.
2: Sure, absolutely, Tim. Thank you. I think most people would know by now the National March for Life, right? Which is the organization that's been doing this since 1973, uh, and we participated in the university as both dioceses in sending people to the National March for Life. And with COVID, the situation around, we recognized early in the year that while University Mary is able to send some students, we can't send everybody. We do have 34 students going to the March for Life this year, and some faculty. Uh, they'll be traveling to D.C. But none of the local high schools were able to travel, none of the diocesan groups were going to go, some of the Mary students wouldn't go, so we started to look at his local event, which we've been talking about for a while now, uh, Tim, you've been on board pretty early on, and Real Presence Radio was a uh, in, uh, very influential piece in the planning, because what we came up with was uh, we had a desire to, uh, to march for life, to be heard, to take a stand, to continue to stand up to the injustice, the evil, really, of abortion. And at the same time, to not uh, do anything that would let people say, look, you don't really mean what you say. So we were looking to do something that was socially distanced, that fit all the the requirements uh, of the pandemic. And Real Presence Radio coming on board and offering to stream the event live for us is the, the key that turned that whole thing on. And so we plan to be at the North Dakota State Capitol in Bismarck on the 29th of January. Uh, We're going to start the day with Mass at a couple different locations and then march to the Capitol for a rally. And Real Presence Radio is going to be there. And uh, I just talked with Heather, your program uh, director, and with Eli, one of your tech guys. And we're working out the details on how we're going to do that. But basically, we'll be at the Capitol. And for anybody who's on the Capitol with us, uh, we're going to encourage them to download your app and listen from wherever they're at on the Capitol. So we can social distance when we're there, but still stand up for life. Anybody in your listening area who can't join us physically at the Capitol will be able to follow the rally uh, through your uh, your radio show. So we're really excited about the way it's coming together. We really feel like this has been guided by the Holy Spirit. You know, things just have fallen into place in a way that uh, our minds alone couldn't have thought and put together.
1: So true, Ed. Thanks for that uh, update and overview. We'll get to some of our partners in just a little bit. But Amanda, let's go to you because you have a special... Special desire is certainly something the committee has expressed, too. We don't want this just to be you know, a little one-time event where we just go and then we go back and don't learn anything from it. You have really been instrumental in putting together these educational packets to make it a learning opportunity you know, and, and a time to make it a, a very, very good experience. Why don't you tell our listeners about, about those educational packets and how you plan to use them?
3: Thank you. Um, so the first part of it is going to be just uh, how... We're sending them to all the schools, Catholic schools, in the state. Um, and then the education packet will also be available on the website. Ed, what is the website yep. again?
2: It's uh, www.umary.edu slash ND March for Life. Perfect.
3: Thank you. Um, so this information is accessible through that. Um, the it, we Really, we're just starting out how to observe the week prior to the anniversary of Roe v. Wade, um, which was January, <laughs> excuse me, I am so sorry, January, uh, January of 73, so we want, 1973, excuse me. Um, we want to make sure that everybody understands what they can do uh, to observe the week, to show their uh, participation in any way, uh, so that'll be on there. And then also, um, information will be in there on how they can join the March for Life virtually, how they can participate physically in North, in Bismarck at the Capitol, or also how they can participate wherever they're at. If they're at school, if they're at, um, work, if they're, they can just stop what they're doing and even observe that those two minutes of silence that we're going to have through the program, um. There's also, part of it is also a six foot streamer. So the significance of the six foot streamer is, as everybody knows, we're supposed to stay six feet away from each other. So the purpose of that is to show, yes, we're respecting everybody's life because we're socially distancing the six feet, but we're also six feet. um, So there's been more than 60 million babies aborted in the United States since 1973. Um, Six feet, that's, every foot of that six feet ribbon that we're going to have is 10 million babies. And, um, one, every inch represents over 83,000 babies, um, which, so that's an educational piece. That's very important. so children, younger people who don't always have concept of numbers and all of that. So they're able to understand that, wow, this is one foot and this is 10 million babies. Um, that's going to be part of it. And then also we will be um, <clears throat> just talking about um, different numbers regarding, for example, like I said, over 60 million deaths of from live lost from abortion. Um, comparing that to other numbers of well-known tragedies. The Holocaust, 11 million people were killed during the Holocaust. Um, HIV AIDS, the, um, that since... Uh, that began 700,000, which is nothing compared to 60,000, 60 million, excuse me. Um, even the pandemic that we're currently in right now, the COVID-19 has 340,000 plus as of the end of 2020. Um, so just to kind of compare to where that 60 million number is huge. Um, actually, interestingly today, I was doing a little bit more research before we started and I found that, um, the, population of the country of Australia is 25, over 25 million. If you double the population of the country of Australia, it's still not as many as babies have been aborted since 1973 in the United States. Um, So I guess the point of this was just more, the point of it is to educate so everybody understands the giant, enormous tragedy that is happening every day.
1: So true, and we appreciate that, Amanda, because we do want this to be an educational piece where they actually, you know, maybe they'll even, you know, make signs themselves. But you're giving them concrete things, and I think you're also sending each a mask, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And go ahead, Amanda.
3: Every student in the every Catholic school student in the Diocese of Fargo and the Diocese of Bismarck will receive a mask. All the and we're going to include masks for the adults, the staff, and everything, because we really want them to. Participate as much as they can in the March for Life, even if they're not coming to Bismarck. If they can tune in on the radio app, listen to it, and participate in the whole thing to show that they're in solidarity of supporting the uh, unborn.
1: Yeah, so true. It's so important. Obviously, every life is important, and we want, as you said, respect all life, not diminishing. You know the the other lives that have been lost in these great tragedies. But at the same time, realizing the silent, if you will. Uh, Holocaust, and we have to be the voice for that. So thanks, Amanda, for making that uh, ma- making that possible. Uh, we also have a lot of partners with this, and I'd like to, uh, before the break, go to one of our partners, uh, North Dakota Right to Life new executive director, Sierra Heitkamp. Sierra, welcome.
0: Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much, Tim, and everybody for having me on today. Truly blessed to have this opportunity um, and to be able to come on and talk for a little bit about North Dakota Right to Life. So uh, when I started with the position, I've only been on since November 14th, so almost two months here, and uh, we had talked about the Rally for Life that we usually do at the Capitol, and we just didn't know with COVID and everything going on if we should be able to do that in person. So we moved to doing two events. One event is on January 23rd, and one event is on January 24th. We're doing a walkathon and a virtual event. And uh, we worked with our executive committee, and we were putting this together, and then I received a call from Chris Kraft and heard about the March for Life that was going on with the Catholic Diocese. So we talked for a while, and we were able to put a partnership together where we can both talk about each other's events, and I'm hoping that we can use this week as an opportunity to bring to light the different educational opportunities and the different um ways that individuals across our state are getting involved with the fight for life. So if you go to our website at ndrl.org, we have all the information on there. I'm trying to keep the Respect Life Week tab as updated as possible. But uh, we're going to hopefully be working with some faith leaders from across the state, different lawmakers, just to get some videos recorded, to have them talk about what they've been doing for the fight for life, And have that pushed out to the public. Um, One other thing that we're looking into, it's still in the workings, but hopefully getting some folks to do the sidewalk advocacy in Fargo on Wednesday of that week. Uh, That would be a big thing for the eastern side of the state if we can get some folks there or anybody from across the state just to take a half an hour on Wednesdays to say a rosary and to meditate and pray for those lives being lost in Fargo at the abortion clinic.
1: Yeah, so true, Sierra. You know, and just to dovetail on that, a lot of people don't realize that you know, a, a, probably it's about a, a normal-sized classroom of unborn babies are generally killed every Wednesday in Fargo at, at that facility. You know, twenty to twenty-five every week. You know, and, and it's 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 a tragedy, but that peaceful, prayerful presence is just amazing. You know, and and that that that's our biggest power, power of prayer. Now, Sierra, I I, I love your uh, your energy, your enthusiasm. So, so uh, when Chris Chris Craft said he he called me a couple days ago, I said you know, wasn't going to be able to be on. He had some other things to. So I said fine. You just don't like me, Chris, right? No, he said no. That's not it. <laughs> but we thought let's we thought let's get Sierra on. So I called Sierra yesterday, right? You know, and uh, and she goes hello. I, say, okay. I said, okay. I said, hi, this is Tim Moser from Diocese of Fargo. She goes, oh, good. She said, I didn't know whose number it was. I've been at the Capitol all day talking to the legislators and stuff, and people just won't leave me alone. <laughs> but anyway, Sierra, it's, 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 it's so great to have you on. Your, you're such, a, like I said, such an energetic person and, and such a wonderful, wonderful person to have on board for life. And we, we do have another segment. We're coming up on a break, but when, when we come back, we'll come back with Ed and Amanda and Sierra. We'll talk a little bit more about the logistics, a little bit more about the partnerships, and how it's so important. And one of the things I really appreciate about my colleagues in Bismarck, they invited me into this. They thought of it. And they've got many, many partners. We're going to talk about that. And then some of the logistics of the day. If you plan to go, what can you expect? So that, all that is coming up after the break. You're listening to Real Presence Live, and we'll be back right after this.
0: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
3: Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo, parishioner of Saints Anne and Joachim Church in Fargo. I'm excited to share with you the launch of Lumen Vision, providing eye care for the whole family, including eye emergencies, vision therapy,
4: and routine exams. We offer a variety of frames with missions you can believe in, like Eyes of Faith, a frame company that prints scripture verses on the inside of each frame.
3: You can learn more about our mission at lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud sponsor of
4: the Real Presence Radio Network. Are all sins forgivable, even suicide? I'm Father Chris Alar. Jesus said that there's only one unforgivable sin, the sin against the Holy Spirit. Basically, that means dying without repenting. But how can someone who dies suddenly, such as by suicide, have a chance to repent of any sins? Jesus tells St. Faustina that he comes to the soul at death and gives them three opportunities to repent. Regarding suicide, Catechism 2283 says, By ways known to him alone, God offers them the opportunity for repentance. In essence, the only unforgivable sin is not accepting the mercy of God. So to learn how to help your loved ones do just that, please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help.
0: You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure
1: to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, You're listening to Real Presence Live here from the Fargo studio. My name is Tim Moser, your host today, talking with three of my friends from the Bismarck Diocese, uh, Amanda Jensen and Sierra Heitkamp and Ed Konechka, I don't have them written down, but I remembered them, Teresa, He pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And, and when you get to be my it's just like, okay, am I going to remember where I live, you know? So, <laughs> but anyway, so we're talking about the North Dakota March for Life and what a great, great opportunity this is. And, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit is bringing it together nicely, lots of partners. Ed, let's, let's go back. So maybe someone's sitting there saying, okay, you got this March for Life going on at the Capitol. So, you know, if I'm going to come, you know, is there mass? I mean, where am I going to park? Do I have a what, what Give me some of the logistics that they can know.
2: Absolutely. So uh, the uh, the first thing I'd say is we'd love people to join us if they can. Uh, there is the website. We mentioned it once already. And there's an email spot to sign up there so that we can give people updates. You know, you mentioned prayer. And uh, two of you guys, uh, Sierra did as well. Prayer is essential. One thing that I'm playfully praying for is that this weather holds all the way through. <laughs> you know, January 29th in North Dakota sometimes isn't great. And uh, so, boy, I'd love it if it looks like it looks like right now outside. Um, you know, so we're going to update on weather and any other changes that take place through that email list. And so if somebody is interested, first I would say go to the website and, uh, and sign up for the updating emails. Uh, Right now there's a a mass planned at 11 on that day with Bishop Kagan. And, you know, to mention the bishops, both Bishop Fulda and Bishop Kagan, have been so supportive of this. And uh, I'd go even further than that. Uh, Bishop Kagan has been instrumental in uh, an offering. He he took on the uh, request from the Capitol for the permit. Mm. So the diocese opened that door for us. And uh, so we're very grateful to Bishop Kagan and Bishop Fulda. And so Bishop is celebrating that Mass is a big deal, and uh, people are welcome to join us at the cathedral uh, at 11. And then the the rally will start at 12.30. We have a person on our staff here, uh, Carla Reinbold, is a former uh, police officer herself, and she's uh, the director of our health and safety at the university. And she's on our committee, and she's been our liaison with the Capitol. So we're doing everything we can to be peaceful, respectful, clean, you know, in all ways that when we would leave, we want them to go, That was that was really good. And so she's got a relationship with a lot of folks in law enforcement. The Capitol Police, we've talked with them. We were asking, you know, for example, you know, logistics, do you need bathrooms? Uh, and they said no, the new renovations at the Capitol are great. There is a tunnel underneath the entrance to the Capitol. We'll be able to use that. They've got scanners, I guess, that can scan whole bags. And so it'll just be easy, go in, use the restrooms, come out. All those kind of details they're trying to take care of. Uh, parking, you know, the Capitol, because the legislature's in session, uh, there's an area of parking that's reserved for them. We're going to try not to use anything on the west side of the buildings. And so we're asking people if they're driving to the Capitol, park on the right side on the, I'm, I'm, I'm south, right by you, Mary. So that's the right side. On the east side, <laughs> I, you know, over by the transportation, uh, building, uh, by the Heritage Center parking lot over there. Uh, that'd be one thing. Uh, You know, for all those that are walking, uh, if somebody can't park at the Capitol and parks across the street, you know, they've asked us to really be thoughtful. Use all the the traffic lights. Anybody that's marching, we'll do the same thing. You know, so we'll be using all the traffic signals going, you know, through the crosswalks, doing everything we can to say, this is how you march. This is how you protest peacefully and respectfully. Uh, So I'm not sure there's other things that way. Um, Yeah, I do want to suggest if people are coming, they really should download your radio app. Uh, because, uh, you know, we're not sure of numbers. We know that we, we, we actually went there. Chris Kraft and I went there with a tape measure. And we measured sidewalks. And, and the sidewalks there are eight feet wide, so you can easily social distance there. And we walked the mall up and down and counted. And we think we can socially distance, you know, 850 to 900 people just in the mall on the sidewalks. Uh, but my kid yesterday would tell me St. Mary's is going to bring most of the school. And that's one school. Uh, Trinity High School has been super, like, we're coming, we're coming. Father Crane, Amanda Ellerkamp, uh, others there, I don't want to forget anybody, but, they're like, you know, we're going to be there. And so we anticipate a good crowd for this. It's really going to be helpful to people to have your app so they can listen and not feel like they need to crowd into
1: the steps to hear. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks. That That's very good. Good practical steps there, Ed. I appreciate that. A uh, Sierra. So now you're new again to the executive director position in North Dakota, right for life. But but you're no stranger to life. Why don't you give our listeners a little little history about your uh, you know your pro life activities and pro life ideas, and maybe a couple more uh, reflections on the upcoming events you guys have, of course, including the North Dakota March for Life with us.
0: Yeah, definitely. So I grew up in the southeast corner of the state. Uh, grew up on a farm down there, and. When I was growing up, I was my parents and my grandpa always tried to get me very involved with my faith. Uh, I'm Catholic, and so we'd go to uh, the youth classes on Wednesday nights. And then I heard that in Hankinson, which is a town about 20 minutes away, they had a students' or a teens' for life chapter there. And I was so interested in it because my school didn't have it. (laughs) Uh So I started driving to Hankinson. uh, twice a month or four times a month, whenever they met, and we started meeting together. It was Catholics, it was Lutherans, it was people of all faiths, uh, boys and girls, and it was so much fun to sit there and go through the classes and be able to connect with one another as young people who were so passionate about this life issue. So then, once I graduated college or high school, I went to school at NDSU, um, where I actually ran for office in 2018, which is, I ran in a downtown district, and that was one of my main issues because the district I ran in actually has the abortion clinic in it. Mm. (laughs) Uh So I spent most of my time discussing life issues and how important it is to be educating our population and talking to citizens about the issues that we see in our own district. Um, the past year, I actually graduated from college in December of 2019, so I graduated early, and I had the fantastic opportunity of going down to Iowa and working for Senator Joni Ernst and her reelection campaign. And she's a champion on all life issues. Uh, the funniest, the funniest thing about Joni, or not the funniest thing, but one of the stories I always tell about her is the first time I, the first time I met her, I was a new staffer that she hadn't met before and she gave me she got in my pickup because i was driving her to an event and she gave me one of the 17 week babies wrapped Uh, up in a blanket hmm. with a prayer card Hmm. and told me that this is one of the things that she's fighting for and she hopes that i am there to fight with her on the issue
1: that must have made you feel pretty good
0: oh it was it was so fantastic i one of um, one of the things that always, you know, gives me the warm feeling inside is thinking about that and how fortunate I was to work for somebody who was so passionate about that issue. So now I'm blessed to be working with Right to Life, and I'm so excited to be working with these other partners as well uh, to have the successful event this year and hopefully to continue on the tradition to mm-hmm. uh, keep working to have successful events in North Dakota talking about the life issue.
1: Yeah, thanks, Peter. You know, you talk about Joni Ernst, Center Ernst Passions. It's just too bad you didn't get any of that. Oh, uh, just just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's, it, it's great to see young, articulate, passionate, loving, caring, right people, and you, you certainly fit that category. That's awesome. You know, you, you mentioned partners, and Ed, maybe we should talk a little bit more about that. Someone might be listening to, well, I, I'm not Catholic, or, you know, or I'm, I'm not a high school student. Now, who's welcome, and, you know, how, how can we do this?
2: Uh, sure. It, um, you know, one thing that I want to say that, that we haven't mentioned much is that the Family, policy, family uh, policy Alliance is also on board with this. Okay. Uh, we were talking with their director, uh, and I'm not sure if it'll go anywhere, but they're reaching out to a number of churches and to Shiloh, I think. I'm just not sure at this point where that conversation's are at, but we're doing everything we can to say this is for anybody, right? This is for people of faith, but also, there. you know, there are um, there's an atheist for life group. Mm-hmm. This issue spans across all kinds of boundaries because people recognize the truth of what's taking place. And so this, uh, this event is for anybody in the state of North Dakota who wants to come and stand for life, regardless of affiliation. Uh, you know, that's the unifying uh, factor. This, the National March for Life has a theme every year. And this year, long before all the stuff that's been going on in our country, uh, they chose Life Unites as the theme. And so that's the theme of the national march. That's what's on the University Mary uh, T-shirts. So our crew that's going to Washington D.C. all have matching T-shirts, and it says "Life Unites." And so we believe that. So anybody uh, who believes in this, the, the truth of this cause—it's more than a cause. That's why I hesitate, right? It's just the truth of this situation uh, is welcome to join us uh, on the 29th.
1: That's so true. And as you mentioned Ed, you know, atheists for life, this is a human rights issue. Anyone who is a human yeah. being has a stake in this, regardless of your, your faith stance. That, that is so true. And we want, we, so this is a big tent for this event. As you mentioned, we're trying to well, invite all our partners because everyone, everyone is involved and, and everyone is important. We got about a minute and a half left. Is uh, there any final thoughts for our listeners? Did I, did I catch you off guard nobody, there, Sierra? Nobody was, no, nobody was yeah. there
2: first. Uh, well, I, I recommend people go to their website, to the NDRL. Uh, I've been there multiple times. Uh, you know, Sierra King, You mentioned her energy. was such an infusion of energy into our community, uh, we're grateful for the, the alliance. We're grateful for the partnership. And that's one of the things that gives us hope going forward, that this will continue to grow uh, because of those partnerships. Uh, their website's great. People should go check it out.
1: And, Ed, why don't you give our listeners uh, the You Mary website as well one more time?
2: Sure. It's uh, www.umary.edu, and then a backslash nd march
1: for life. Excellent. Okay, I, I go ahead. I got a specific question for you, Sierra. Since you're so much younger than I am, say there's oh. this as high school student or this college student is going. Eh, I don't know this whole life thing, you know. What, what would you What would you say to them about this opportunity?
0: I think as a young person, one of the best things that you can do is if you're even a little bit interested is going and experiencing it and experiencing how when you go to the event and you talk to the participants and you talk to the people who are there passionate and have the fire, how it makes you feel. Because it's one of those things where you never truly know where your passion is until you experience it. Mm -hmm. And if any high school student or college student, or any young person has any questions, feel free to call any of us. Call Ed, uh, Chris Kraft, Tim, Amanda, myself. We'd love to talk to you about it and definitely get you involved. So,
1: Absolutely. Well said. Amanda, any final thoughts?
3: No, thank you.
1: <laughs> well, we appreciate, again, all the work you've done on that educational packet to make sure that this is a learning experience for everyone. So we appreciate that. So Ed Koneczka. Chris Kraft, who wasn't here today, but that's okay. Amanda Jensen and Sierra Heitkamp. Thank you so much for all you to do for life. Looking forward to seeing you on January 29th. When we come back, you betcha, you, you're welcome, you're welcome. It was a radical decision, and the doctor who made it will be with us next on Real Presence Live.
0: This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.